0: And so what is prosperity? One of the misconceptions, you gotta be a millionaire, you have to have all the big things and all the material things. That's not what prosperity is. Prosperity is you have more than enough to meet the needs of your family and to do what God's called you to do. Welcome to season two of Discussions with Derek and Susan. Join in the discussion as we talk about God's economy, leading yourself, managing friendships, and many more topics. Now, let's begin the discussion.
1: All right. Welcome back to Discussions with Derek and Susan. This is our second season and uh, this is our second episode. In this uh, episode, we're talking about God's economy. And today we are discussing about some of this religious mindset regarding uh, God's finances and God's economy. One of my favorite topics.
0: We're going to roast some sacred cows right now. Hopefully we don't make anyone uh, angry and get unsubscribed today, but uh, we're going to try to help some people out and uh, talk Mm -hmm. about misconceptions concerning money. And, you know, there's a few things that the church doesn't talk about. I, I was reading an article previously, I think about two years ago, and it said, you know, pastors don't like to talk about money because people get uncomfortable. We don't like to talk about sexuality because it's so, you know, um, controversial. And then also, you know, in talking about marriage and issues and relationship, these are taboo topics that mm-hmm. people don't like to talk about. And, yeah. uh, but Jesus talked a lot about them. The Bible talks more about money than a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, one of my instructors in Bible school said this, whatever the Bible talks a lot about, we should talk a lot about it. When he talks a little bit about talk a little bit about it. And, um, we, we need to understand uh, and have a right understanding of money because, you know, as you mentioned, you know, money solves many problems. Money is the solution to most problems. And, uh, we can, as a church is where we're moving and what God has called us to, we can solve the issues of poverty. We can, the poor you have with you, but we can come in and, and, and bring transformation, meeting those things, but we have to understand how God's economy works. And so, uh, let's roast some sacred cows today. What are some of the misconceptions that, uh, That maybe provoke you or you know i say i get a holy irk when i hear this because it's not in the bible you want to what's yours
1: i I think before we we talk about that i I just want to uh, re-emphasize why is it so important for the church to talk about money because uh in this time and season that we are in right and uh if we don't teach the people how to thrive when don't teach the people how to overcome uh what we are uh, seeing right now there is a lot of shifting in the uh, actual economy and also in the spiritual economy. So if we don't teach the people to really step into it and uh, move with God, uh, we are actually doing the people a disservice. And
0: that's the greatest lie the devil has brought to the church is that God doesn't want to prosper us or that money is evil or that if you have money, you can't be spiritual. Um, That doctrine came in where they started taking the vow of, Poverty and all these kind of stuff came only in the 1900s. This was not around for almost the first 1900 years of Christianity, Um, and it's crept into the church um, to where we see this as evil. Or people are prospering that you're materialistic or you're worldly, Um, and and what does it do? It cripples the church and it puts. Uh, the wrong mindset on the church that we can't fulfill the purpose that God has had for us.
1: Mm-hmm. And you know, money drives many things. And if the, uh, the people of God do not have the right concept, then even though they don't want money, they are, they are okay to resign to a life of uh, a simple life, but that doesn't mean they are overcoming. They are still being oppressed in this system. So you know that God doesn't want us to be oppressed. He wants yeah. to set us free. In Isaiah 45, which I believe is really the word of the Lord for this season, it says in Isaiah 45 that God is going ahead of His people and God is straightening the crooked path, leading them to the treasures of darkness and the secret wealth in the secret places. So there are wealth and treasures that God is wanting to download to His people and we need to operate in them. But what is setting them back is their religious mindset. You see, because God cannot... God will not force himself on us, but we need to break away. So that's why it's important for us to understand and talk about all this religious mindset. One of the main things that I feel cripples the people of God is the understanding that God wants us to have money. Yeah. Okay, so there I have it. I slay the sacred cow. Uh, and most people think that, uh, yeah, we shouldn't talk about money and that, you know, having a desire for money is not spiritual. But I, uh, I, I tend to defer, you know, having, uh, yeah, if you love money is the root of all evil. But if we love God, then we want everything that God wants us to have. When we tell God no God that's not what I want that's what you want but that's not what I want what are we doing we are drawing back and in Hebrews chapter uh, 4 I believe uh, God says that he has no pleasure in those who draws back yeah. so we may not all be millionaires and not God uh, you know God doesn't want us to uh, God wants us to prosper but it doesn't mean that all of us should be millionaires. But we should come to a place where we have more than enough yeah. to accomplish everything God wants us to have and to do.
0: Exactly. And that's what I say. You know, prosperity doesn't mean that we all have to be a millionaire. That that brings a whole lot of stuff with it in itself. Uh, just doing your taxes. Come on. <laughs> but but what do what we say? We got to understand that is God takes uh, pleasure in the prosper prospering his, his servants, the Bible mm-hmm. says in the prosperity yeah. of his servants. And so what is prosperity? One of the misconceptions, you have gotta be a millionaire. You have to have all the big things and all the material things. That's not what prosperity is. Prosperity is you have more than enough to meet the needs of your family and to do what God's called you to do. Mm -hmm. Now, some people, they need a lot more to do what God's called them to do. Some things, you know, in the ministry, we need millions of dollars to do what we're called to do and build stuff. And it's not cheap. Um, And God says he wants there to be food in his house to be able to meet the needs that are there. But that's not for everyone. So, you know, we don't think that we have to be, uh, you know, what the world says is prospering prosperity is that, you know, we're, we're, we're having more than enough for our needs and and to do what God's called us to do. We're not living in lack. Mm -hmm. And so it all has to do with stewardship. So prosperity is stewardship. It's not about more things. Mm -hmm. And that's, what's given, you know, what we call the prosperity gospel a bad name is people were using that working their faith to get more things. But what was it doing? Magnifying the materialism in their hearts. It didn't mean that money was bad. Um, and they used the law, the laws of sowing and reaping, and prospered. But it was a magnifier. Money's not evil; it magnifies our hearts. So when we see things like that, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater and think prosperity corrupts. Look at it and see that it was just magnifying something that was already there. All the men of God that walk with God—you look at Abraham, you look at Moses—you look. I mean, they prospered. The, the Jewish people when they came out of um, Egypt. They left with the gold and the silver and all of that stuff. Why was it bad if God you know, caused that wealth transfers to come? No, God wanted them to prosper. Now, they had issues in their hearts. They went and built a golden calf out of it, and God had to work in their hearts. But God prospered them everywhere they went. He said, I'm giving you a land not flowing with lack and bitter water. He said, milk and honey. And when he created the, the world, what did he say? He, he made the gold, the silver, the onyx, all the precious stones. And in Genesis, it tells us, and God said it was good. He didn't say it was bad. And so all of these things, the resources, God is a giver. God is a, one who has abundance. All the right. natural resources that we have, they're in abundance. God didn't put people on the planet and not provide to have abundance. So we need to understand God's a God of abundance and not have a lack mentality but put that into thing. It is God's will for us to prosper, but this is what prosperity is.
1: Prosperity is a mindset. Yep. It is not defined by how much and what you have. Prosperity is first a mindset, and because you have that mindset of God in your soul, in your spirit, you are then now free. So the Bible says, whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Right. So prosperity is the understanding that you are now connected to God. You're yep. connected to God's economy. And you know you may have a prosperous soul, but there may be times in physical needs you are lacking but yet you are not, your joy and your happiness is not determined by the temporal lack, but that you understand that you are connected to God and the source of God. Last uh, episode, we talked about there is a vault, there is a safe in heaven that has your name on it. So you understand you have all the provision that you ever needed yeah. here on earth. And all you need to know is the combination to open up that, that safe and uh, you know the download from heaven will come uh, in ways to cause you to thrive in the real in this economy of the world so prosperity is first a mindset it is it comes in knowing that your father in heaven your good good father in heaven is your provider and with that being uh, an honoring son you now have authority and with that authority you take position in the household of the kingdom of god and that's henceforth god is able to download through creative ideas business or uh, your work of favor and, and bring forth financial provision enough for you to accomplish everything that you need to uh, to really uh, experience the goodness of God and be a source of blessing to people around you. So uh, many people in the kingdom of God always uh, toggle between poverty and uh, covetousness. Uh, poverty, you know, they don't want to be covetous, uh, but they don't want to be poor. And then we have a group of people who uh, are so afraid of being covetous so they stick to that corner of poverty, yet they uh, struggle and resent uh, and uh, sometimes get into resentment. So we need to come to the middle ground, which is having that mindset of prosperity and having a soul that is connected yep. to God, the habit of God and a spirit who understands uh, what God has, the power of God uh, that overcomes this world. So, um, yeah, so it's, I would it's say having
0: that mindset because like you said, it's the, it's the attitude, it's the understanding of thinking about God's economy, which attracts that to you. Um, you know, you look, there was a, a book written years ago and, you know, a bit controversial, but, um, you know, rich dad, poor dad. And it talked about the concepts and the mindsets of po- people that are in poverty that they instilled in their children versus people who knew how to have abundance. And they, they basically instilled those values um, in their children, and how they would prosper because of their expectation, because of their mindset. Right. And so we need to, you know, come into that and have God's mindset. God is not lacking. God is a God of abundance. He owns the cattle on a thousand hill, and we need that mindset to be there, not in our heart that we're pursuing the wrong thing. <laughs> I believe God has released an apostolic anointing for breakthrough. It's the ox anointing, an anointing that's not just for the apostle, but for a people that are downloading the strategies of heaven into their life, into their businesses, into their family, into their ministries. This ox anointing is available for everyone and we desire to see you getting into breakthrough. Consider becoming a breakthrough mentorship partner today so that we can partner together with you, join our faith together with you, and believe God for your breakthrough. Another misconception of prosperity and of you know is that is that you know it's just having money or or I just need to have enough and oh I don't want too much I just want enough but that's totally selfish if we just have enough for our family if we just have enough to meet our needs we can't help anyone else how selfish is that and so we need to come out of this where we're not just believing for well I want this or I want my car or my house or whatever. But like, let's have an abundance so we can help a single mom get in the car. We can help someone else. And and having that, that's what God wants to do. He wants to cause blessing to come through us. We say this, we're blessed to be a blessing. So removing the concept, having enough is not your goal. That's totally selfish. That's totally contrary. God said even the nations would be blessed because of Israel and because of their abundance and because of who they were. And so... You know, Joseph, God caused Egypt, even in that time, a corrupt nation, a, a nation in idolatry. But what did he do? Because of Joseph, what happened? They had more than enough so that all the nations would come to them, mm-hmm. and they controlled the food <laughs> in the economy. Right. Why? Because then Joseph would have influence to bring about righteousness in God's plans. And so that's how it, you know, it plays out. And we need to come out of our just small thinking about things and begin to understand that how are we going to help people? Right. If we're not even able to meet physical
1: needs. I just want to jump on it to say, you know, we uh, like to say that uh, we are blessed to be a blessing. Uh, I I want to really dwell on that a little bit because uh, many a times when we talk about that, people have the concept. Uh, which is a religious mindset, that we uh, God bless us so that we can give it away, so that we can then bless other people. But I think that there's a religious uh, spirit in that uh, in that statement. Um, not everyone, but sometimes people think that we are only blessed so that we can give money away. But let me uh, clarify this. God wants to bless us because he loves us, period. Yep. Yeah. Love it. Even if you don't give a single cent away, Derek, God still wants you to prosper. Yeah. And I know that I'm addressing some religious thinking here, but think about it. If God so loves you as a father, even if you, give all, if you give money to your children and they're not giving it away, you'll still gladly give it to them. Yeah. So it is important for us to understand God gives us money because he loves us, period. Yeah. And we, because we love God, that's why we give money away yeah. to people that He cares about. So, so because in the church world, we we often use all these statements, and people after a while kind of, uh, re- kind of accept that. Okay, if. If I'm not giving my money away, if I'm not doing this charity project, if I'm not helping the poor, I don't deserve to receive from God. And that is a, a mindset that is slow, that creeps into our mind and uh, really is at the back burner. That's what we think about. I'm not worthy to receive from god if i'm not gonna do big things with my money or giving it away so that's something i wonder and
0: i think you know that's the again having the right understanding of god you know and the concept of god that attracts prosperity to us you know if you give everything away and now you're in lack and you think god doesn't want you to prosper then you have a wrong uh mindset you're you're in false humility i mean we we helped our daughter get a car but not so she could drive her friends around (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a blessing. And of course, maybe she gives people the rides or she helps people out who don't have a car. That's the overflow of blessing flowing in her. But what we want her to have a, a safe transportation and we want her to prosper and be able to do what she needs to do and go to her assignment. So we blessed her, but the overflow of that and having a heart is that, Oh, of course other people are blessed. You know, um, God doesn't give us something just so we can give it away. And, 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 and God wants us to enjoy when, 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 uh, the harvest would come in 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 the biblical times. They would bring their first fruits to God, but then they would enjoy the rest of the harvest. <laughs> they didn't give everything away and not have anything and just leave it all at at, at the temple, right. you know. Or, or do, so God wants us to eat. There's always a portion that is ours to enjoy. We celebrate our victories. We celebrate our blessing. God wants us to enjoy. And, and people look at us and we're they're envious of us and they see that. Um, you can prosper without God, but the Bible says that when God prospers us, he adds no sorrow to it. There's many wealthy people there. They're not prospering. Their soul's not prospering. Their marriages aren't prospering. It's right. not about their bank balance. And so we need to get out of that conception and understand that, yeah, God loves us. We're his children. He wants us to be blessed. How how would I look as a dad if I'm wearing my nice clothes and branded stuff and drive my nice car and my kids have holes in their shoes and they're, they're, they're wearing floods, not because it's the style, but because they grew out of their pants and they're too short and their shirts are all faded because they're eight years old. Is anyone going to look at me and think that I'm prospering and that I'm a good dad? Of course not. They're going to yeah. think that I'm, I'm not providing for my children. And, and that's an abomination that the devil wants is to make, make God's children look lack in poverty and, and that only poor people need religion Mm. And what? Well, no, that's the wrong concept, and we need to get rid of that concept. God is a good, good father. He loves us, like you said. He just wants to bless us because He loves us. But because we have our father's DNA, we love to bless and we love to give freely. We receive freely. We love to give because that's the heart of God and His character in our lives.
1: Yes, and and that is why um, the Bible says that uh, a good man leaves an inheritance. inheritance. Yep for his children's children. Yeah. So God wants us to have inheritance and God loves us and um he just wants to give to us. Yep. And and we as the people of God need to accept that yep. and receive that. When we don't, we sabotage ourselves. That's right. When we don't, we um yeah, it, it cripples our relationship with God, and and this problem is compounded by the very fact that uh, there is a lot of broken down relationship mm-hmm. between fathers, mothers, and their children. Yeah. Uh, so much so that you know a lot of children are estranged from their parents, and parents and parents in their own um, fail to provide for their children, fail to uh, come to a place of you know, prosperity where they are able to provide for their children. Yeah. And you see that, especially in America, many young people in very young age are out there working and trying to survive on their own. Yeah. Uh, and I think that that is a very sad plight. Yeah, we really. need
0: to break the curse of poverty of lack. And because as you mentioned, you know, God's that God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, he wants us to prosper so that the next generation can continue to prosper and take that and not start where we started, but, start where we left off and continue to prosper. And that's, um, that's the kingdom of God. That's That's what God wants us to do. That's the heart of God for us. And, We got to get back to that and understand that as a church. So we hope you've been blessed. We could keep talking about this. There's some more sacred cows out there, but I think these are the big ones that we've talked about today. And uh, we're going to continue talking about God's economy, biblical economics. Come on, share this with somebody who needs to hear it. Uh, Share this with somebody so that they can be blessed. Come on, it's God's will to prosper us. This is a good, good father. We don't have to be materialistic. It's not going to corrupt us. If we love God and we love our father, come on, we're going to be able to be empowered to, to, to enjoy the life he's called us to as well as to be a blessing to others. Come on, we'll see you in the next episode. We uh, we're going to get...